Welcome to the first episode of 2021 of Words from the B-Side with your girl, Coach Nita. I'm glad you guys are still rocking with me and all my inconsistent recordings. But listen, uh, this is a fun thing for me, so this will always be around. I just have to figure out how to get back into the swing of just being here and present more frequently. I think this year I was saying when I posted after I did this this episode that I was going to do a with friends version of words from the B-side just because I have so many dope friends that have so many different things going on and I want to be able to share them and them to be able to share themselves. So I'm starting with my business boo, um, Tanisha. She's the CEO of CEO for Women, which you'll hear from her later on as we talk about starting over in life and business, where she basically is motivating women to pursue their purpose, to live their dreams, to uncover their passions and run with them and to be in alignment while they're doing it. So of course she lines completely up with my brand. It's why I love her. We've been friends now for a couple of years. And even though I don't get to physically see her hardly ever at all, since the first time I think I saw her, we have really grown. And so I really love to share her and for her to share herself uh, with my family. So anyway, I hope you guys have had what I hope that you guys have done, right? Because we've had, we had a full moon. We've just had a lot of energy coming through lately where we, we have been able to kind of focus and release and reset and really just kind of build ourselves up for what is to come. Because I really believe that 2021 is going to be the year of manifestation for so many of us. We have cultivated and baked and nurtured these gifts and these dreams that we wanted to see. And I think that this will be the year for so many to see those things unfold. So I hope that with all this new energy that has come in, you guys actually took time to focus on that. And you guys have actually put it in your heart and begin to speak it from your lips that this is your year to manifest the things that your heart desires that all fall into alignment with God's will for your life. Okay, so we wanna keep that in perspective that we always want to make sure that what we do is in alignment with God's will for our life. So you can have so many desires and want to see so many things, but staying connected to your source allows you to see visibly into if you are on the right track and trying to manifest the correct things. So anyway, this episode is about starting over in life and business, right? So I don't want to get too much into what might be going on in the world because, of course, this is a new year and new things and new energy and, you know, different things. But I want to talk about starting over because I have had to do a lot of that in my life. And there's a lot of stigmas and fears around what starting over means. And it was why I wanted that to be the first episode of 2021, because so many people are staring down the whole idea that starting over is what they're supposed to do. We get so afraid of what starting over looks like because we invest so much, we give so much, we put so much into things 
we hope that because we sold so much in, we will reap so much out of that same thing. But like I always tell people all the time, I have sold so many seeds in so many places. And in some of those places, I didn't see the fruits of my labor, but I saw the fruits of my overall labor labor in my entire life. You know, that I was reaping the harvest of something I planted somewhere else in a different place in my life. So don't ever get so caught up in what you want to see happen that you don't see what is happening around you. What is happening in your life? You know, what God is giving you and allowing you to have and to see and to be and to do. Because all of those things can become overshadowed by what we feel are failures and things that make us feel like we have not accomplished what we wanted to accomplish or we are not where we want to be. The simple truth is every experience and opportunity that we are faced with is a chance to gain new information for our next adventure because that's what life is, right? And so just be mindful of that. Stay consistent in that fact. Continue to give yourself a pat on the back for what it is that is happening. Enjoy it. Sit in it. Be okay with it. You know, and during our conversation with Tanisha, you know, because she definitely is an entrepreneur, we talked a lot about that. But a lot of the principles on which we both stand go for so many different places in your life with your job and your relationships, buying a home, you know, just money, investments, everything that goes on in your life may require a reset at a certain time or another in your life. And you have to be okay with that because resetting is not always a bad thing. Sometimes resetting is exactly what you need to get you to the place that you're supposed to be. So don't be afraid of what the reset button is for you in your life at any given time. So I don't want to rehash everything that her and I talked about because this interview is super duper long, but I hope you guys enjoy it and I will see you guys on the other side of it. So let us first start by, I'm going to give my little spinoff, you know, uh, introduction of you because of course we always have to tell people how we met and girl that just was forever ago in my mind and when I know we're on the panel at my brunch I you would never even think for me to believe that that's when we met I know and it's literally we just hit a year because it was December wasn't it no two it had to be two did I do the brunch last year no 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 oh, it was two, two years it was two, it years. two years already <gasps> that was my fast I'm telling you so um So, of course, fast forward to present day, we are still in touch and we are still uh, motivating each other and still talking and reaching out to each other and still uh, cultivating what our relationship looks like, even though, of course, in Corona, we haven't had an opportunity to really connect um, like we were attempting to before everything shut down. And then, you know, you left me for a little while. So, uh, so you know how that works. Went. But I want you to just give a little bit of overview for the people of like who you are and where you are in CEO for Women. Okay, so I am Tanisha Yerby. I'm the founder of um, Christian Entrepreneur Organization. Um, all of our social media handles are CEO for Women because it is geared towards women because obviously women have a a uh, soft spot in my heart because I am one. So, um, so this brand is geared towards women, just encouraging them, women of faith, to follow their purpose, um, 
follow the things that God has called them to do. So I took the year off pretty much the whole year because I was pregnant. So, um, yeah, so that was that I took that year off and then, um, I really just got back into it probably the last maybe two months after I've had her. So, so yeah, I don't even want to hear get back into, because I don't think you ever fully left. <laughs> I didn't fully I'm... leave, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to show up when I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what part of building that loyal brand and following like uh-huh. stuff that people can depend on you can post every now and then and people will right. still be there and present right. and like we always say whoever is not okay with the fact that you're not present all the time they can just drop off and make room for right people who are. and those so are not your people yeah we don't care too much about uh that i'm starting <laughs> to be less sensitive so i think the reason one of the reasons of course because you and i always talk about um, business, you will often find like uh, me texting you, you texting me, just because that trust is there, um, the faith is there, um, the understanding is there. Like we don't have to work hard to understand each other and where we are and what we need, right? So, right. You know, recently, of course, you know, with uh, extra push from you, I decided to start a whole new Instagram page, and it's rocky beginnings for me right now you know, but I am trying to rebuild the entire page from the ground up just to rebuild the people who are watching Be Uncovered right now. And what I wanted to do, because I know a lot of people probably wouldn't do that because I have a page that has, you know, a couple thousand people following, but what good are the thousands if only a few people are paying attention to what you're doing? Right. Um, sometimes it's better to just start again, to begin again, to do over. And, and I wanted to kind of talk about some of the issues that people face, some of the fears that they face around starting over in anything, whether it be life matters or business, because of course it doesn't just have to be business. Everybody that follows me is not an entrepreneur. And even though I know you focus on people who, you know, want to run out there and start business and passions. I know people who follow you too, follow you because of your faith. So we right. can talk to everybody when we say starting over can happen in so many ways and so different, so many different places, right? So one of the things I want you to get into and kind of answer how you help people, what are some of the things that you tell people um, when it comes to erasing those stigmas around starting over and what it looks like because people are so afraid you know right they are and I think people are afraid not of actually starting over but of other people seeing them start over Mm, you know because because no because nobody wants to look crazy right we don't want to look stupid or crazy or we we don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing yeah because if I've been putting this out here like you know I know what I'm doing and then I start over now y'all gonna think I don't know what I'm doing so oh, yeah. I think that's the main fear of people being afraid to just start over. But once you get past that, like, I mean, cause you can sit still and look crazy for doing nothing with your life yeah, or you can start over and yeah. keep trying. And so those are your two choices. So I, once I got over that fear, I mean, now it, I'm, I probably do look crazy because because I, I I will refine things until it gets right okay yeah. I do not believe in boxing yourself in and being stuck on something just so you don't look crazy because then your passion is gone your fire is gone your creativity yeah. is gone everything is gone and now that's the whole point of entrepreneurship 
yeah. or that's the whole point of it is so that you find something that you enjoy. And okay. so when it becomes unenjoyable and you're just doing it, you know, so you don't look crazy, you don't want to start yeah. over. It's def- the whole thing. It, it doesn't make sense anymore. It right. defeats the you, whole purpose of it. You know, what's funny is I think that people need to understand that as an entrepreneur, there are so many times that you start over. So like I went from, and I think that if we just think about our creativity, even just you and me, we have so many gifts. Like we talked about that before, like all mm-hmm. the different things we can do and all the different things that come to our mind and all the different ways we want to show up for people and the different things we want to see manifest. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because I have seen the evolution. I've had five different blogs, mm-hmm. you know, I've had two two different coaching business names, you know, there's, I've changed my website a thousand times. I've changed my logo a couple of times. I think people need to understand that starting over is just really because you're evaluating along the way and you are also growing. Right. You know, so when you grow, there's things that you may have to do again or start over or, you know, begin from the beginning simply because you are not the same person you were in the beginning of that situation. So as, as that evolutionary process takes place, you have to be open to what it means to say, okay, well, I'm not going to keep doing this, this way, because now I want to do this. So I have to make these changes, which means I have to start something over. It may not be the entire process, but you have to be flexible in what it means to say, okay, yep. So we're going to do this different thing. And it may require me to get a whole new page and do a whole new thing. Hold every brand a whole new rebrand or a whole new set of colors or whatever. And right. so I think you've made a good point with that. I, I think people feel scared of what doing something else looks like. Cause I go from this page with thousands of followers, but to me, it looks crazier to have thousands of followers with only a few people engaging with my post and it does to have a few followers. And, you know, a lot of them interacting with the post because it's people coming with me from, from grassroots. Right. You know, I don't know half these people on the other page because I had that page since way back in uh, whatever my first blog was, girl, don't even make me lie to you right now um, about what that blog was uh, with. I don't know if it was. No, that was girl, whatever it was. Shanita's voice of reason. That's what it was. <laughs> and that was 15 years ago. OK, so these random people probably don't even want the coaching brand. Right. You know? They might have moved on and they yeah, might, you know, yeah. they honestly, they might not even use Instagram anymore. <laughs> they might be inactive. People forgot their passwords. You 100% started. They started a new page. So they just right. got their page lingering. Right. There's so many reasons no. of why they could be different. But I was thinking the other day, I was like, this is like year 10 for me of aspiring entrepreneurship. Yeah. This is year 10, like 10 years ago. I was graduating with my bachelor's Mm -hmm. and I was like, man, what am I doing? What am I going to do now? And so I started this, um, I started this online thrift store because I was always thrift and people would be like, oh my God, where did you get that? So I'm like, you know what, since they want (laughs) to ask, let me just make a little online store. Right. So I did this online store. um, And then, you know, that picked up some momentum. And then from there, these pop-up like food trucks, but they were fashion trucks started popping up at that time. So my husband and I went out and we bought this huge truck. I forget how many feet it was. It was huge. It was ridiculous. It was huge. We, we picked up the truck, 
He gutted the entire inside. He put hardwood floors down for me. There was a dressing room in there. There was a cash register stand. I wish I, I have the pictures. I'm gonna have to text them to you. It was decked out. And so from that point, we were about to do the wrap on the outside of it. It was called Tickle Pink. Uh, It was still a thrift store, but it was just gonna be a mobile one. And so we ended up moving to um, out of the state where we're not out of the state, but a little bit further up. So we didn't have, um, we didn't have like our yard anymore for the truck, mm-hmm. which was huge. Oh. So we had to relocate for my husband's job and we were in an apartment and I'm like, we can't park this truck <laughs> in an apartment. complex. So, and then also I found out I was expecting our first daughter, mm-hmm. Olivia. So we, I just was like, okay, this is not going to work. So we sold the truck. And we got all of the money back that we put into it. So it wasn't like a complete flop. We sold it. Mm -hmm. Then I had this like come to Jesus moment. Like, what do you want me to do? Because I just felt like a failure at that time. Right. Right. So, and and this is some advice for people who are like you and I, like we are, we're just creative people. Okay. All around. And it's not to toot our own horn, but if you, I could build a house probably. Okay. Girl, toot, toot. I could build a house. I could put the marketing material out for the house. I could uh, market the house. I could sell the house. I could show the okay. house. Like, I could do all of it. And yeah. that is not to toot my own horn or toot your home, but it's just that some people, we're just naturally creatives. Yeah. And so we just get it done. And that's just our mentality. So we just get things done. And that yeah. has caused us to honestly just be good at a lot of things. Yeah, 100%. So, I, this time around a couple years ago, this is like year three, I think for me. So a couple years ago, I was like, what, instead of a product that I want to sell, what impact do I want to make on the world? What is my mm-hmm. impact? And so when you find the impact that you want to make on the world, like what specific people you feel like your story touches, yeah. then from there and you create a brand, you could change all the products you want because you're the, still in that same right. little you're niche. That, yep, yep. You're still yep. there. So for me, mine is Christian entrepreneurship for women. That's my passion. So I'm never getting away from that. So if right. I want to sell books tomorrow, I can sell books geared towards those women. If I want to do whatever I want to do, I, I can sell t-shirts with faith mm-hmm. slogans on them, which I've done before. Anything that you want to do, as long as you establish like the impact that you want to make and the brand, then you, uh, that's like a creative dream. Like it really you, is. It is. You can just you can go just anywhere around. within it. Like you can anywhere. take any turn within that. I think that's where I had issues, right? Because I don't know that I ever had a problem scrapping what I was doing and starting over. I think I may have been a little bruised ego-wise because right. I've always given so much to whatever it is I've done, right? But I think that just knowing that I never wanted to be in a box and because I never wanted to be in a box and really niche down, some of my bumps in the road and my growing pains came from that because the transitions seemed very drastic. You know, up until I started coaching, um, I think everything kind of falls into the same arena, but I still haven't been niched down. So even though it falls into the same arena, I'm still have this wide net I'm casting at all these people so a lot of the changes now that are happening are because I'm starting to scale in what it is that I'm doing even though like you said I can go anywhere you know I can do t-shirts and journals and books and workshops and coffee events and you know the podcast and all these different things because they're still in that same bucket but sometimes they just might have to be revamped right 
So I think I'm learning that. And even from you, like when you were like, okay, wait, no, that's too broad. What is it that you're trying to do? Let's get a real tagline that people know, okay, this is what she's doing and stay within the confines of that. Right. Um, Right. So I think we've talked about, I guess we sort of already talked about the next thing, right? What instances told you in that moment that it was time to start over? Like what came to you? Like, okay, I got to start over because this doesn't make sense. Okay. So with this brand, I started it out because I wanted to do, I was really heavy into like, um, fitness and working out. And so this whole brand started out as athletic wear, athleisure wear, which I don't even know if you knew that what? it started. I didn't so know that. It, it was, it started off as athleisure wear. And so, because I was just into it and I was just like, you know, I'm tired of going to the gym and changing and all this. I want to go from casual to gym and just, you know, one little outfit. And so that's what it started out as. And so when I was posting on Instagram, I would post like quotes from other people. And then I would throw my little two cents in the caption and Mm -hmm. those posts would get more engagement. So a light bulb went off and I'm like, well, what if I take my little caption and make it the actual post image Mm -hmm. instead of like screenshotting somebody else's from Pinterest? So I started doing that. And then I was like, okay, so people like this more. And so then I started changing the content from just random, like, um, just random motivational stuff to Mm -hmm. geared towards like Christian women like myself. And then that's when it just was like, okay, boom. And that's when I knew like, okay, forget the athletes wear that's dead. Yeah. So, because that just felt more natural and that I didn't have to try as hard. Like I didn't have to search on Pinterest for all these quotes. I didn't have to do all this extra stuff. It just was like, this is what people like about you. And this yeah. is what you need to do. And so, so be that. And if, yeah, so be that. So you doing all this other stuff, you're trying to find manufacturers in China for athletic wear and you don't have to do all that. You, right. Just you don't, even, don't, have to do all don't that. even look for yourself. I use, right. in, um, I think I was doing a true serum Thursday and I mm-hmm. always think about, um, and I use it as an example, when we talked about how you get your content and you wait for God to deposit because we both had that whole point in time, right. Where we were Pinterest snatching. And and it's funny because back then when I was blogging and I wasn't coaching, I was doing a lot of that because I wasn't using my own content. And sometimes I find it even now, like if it doesn't naturally flow, then I won't post a quote. If I know it's not naturally coming from me, I'll post something else because I want my brand to look like me, be me and what I'm supposed to say. Because I remember you said that one time, like God is not giving you somebody else's word to say to people. He's giving you what he wants you to say and you can impact the people he wants you to impact. And I thought that was so important, right? As you say in the shift and knowing that it's flowing for you and how easy it is for you when it becomes that easy that's when it you know that that's the purpose that's your gift that's the thing right. that you're supposed to be doing right right yep so if you're using I mean back when we were using all those Pinterest stuff if you're sharing somebody else's words then essentially yours are not getting shared the things that yeah. he's putting on your heart for you to share to people you're not reaching those people because yeah. they have heard what you've said 90,000 other times because yeah. 90,000 other pages are posting the same content that so same quote they they're posting it they say it everywhere it's on twitter it's on facebook it's on instagram yeah. it's on snapchat it's everywhere so if your word if you're not saying anything nobody's getting your stuff 
Yeah. And so I think we forget that part. And once we realize that, like, okay, I can't keep this bottled up. Like this is for somebody. Yeah. And I got to use it. And funny because that you say that because, you know, there's a million coaches, there are a million motivational speakers. There are a million people telling people what to do and trying to get people to live their best life. And it's funny because I will see some of my acquaintances and friends on social media posting all this motivational stuff and doing, and I'm looking at them like, you know, I'm trying to breathe through because I know that it's not, it's not them trying to do anything, but it's them using someone else's voice and it becomes, it takes off and it becomes a popular thing. And I think that also becomes a fear for people like us who begin again, because you are in this very saturated arena where everybody's doing it. And it takes you to really, really do the work to be able to penetrate the audience that you want to penetrate. Um, right. So I think for me, I start over a lot just because I think that I am getting more, I'm becoming more aware that I can't just do what I want to do, even though I like doing what mm-hmm. I want to do, <laughs> because I still have to build to a certain level of stability before I do my little one-offs, you know? Cause I remember right. when we first met, like you did the work because when we first met, you was not popping like you popping right now, okay? I don't, I don't even think I'm popping right now, but no, it's been a lot of work. <laughs> it has been, it's a lot of work. Like even the days that I just do not do you not are want popping, to do it. Girl, you can just post a man and <laughs> 800 people will like your picture. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it tomorrow and see if it works. <laughs> like I don't feel like a day, y'all. Hallelujah! Won't he do it? And twelve hundred people will like your picture. I'm, I'm gonna try oh, that tomorrow. <laughs> but I love it though because it shows the it shows the work that you did put in to get people that wanted to be a part of what you were doing. Because that's what that is, right? Doing the work to reach the people who want to support and be a part of your movement. So you had to start again a bunch of times because like you said, in that creative space, you know, you can't sell t-shirts and do what you, you know, and focus on what you're supposed to be doing in the moment that you were doing it, or you couldn't have your, your truck and do what you, or you couldn't have the athletic wear, athleisure wear and do what you, you would have never got to this place if you didn't start over. Right. So that's the key. And you know what, something else, the key for me, because I'm going to be honest, I see, I keep it real. I get embarrassed very easily. Mm-hmm. I get, I, cause I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I, I truly don't want people to think I look crazy, but, um, I mean, I've, I've become okay with it, but it still is, it's still in the back of my mind, you know, like you look a little crazy stop. But for me, I have this thing now where if I start something, I don't tell anybody until it is done. Come on, now, I share, I share things with like you. I will text you like, Hey friend, what'd you think about this idea? Yes. Or I'll tell my husband or my mom and my sister, my dad. Other than that, I mean, even when the page started growing, people are like, that's you. Like my mom's yes. friends or cousins. They're like, I didn't, I did not know that was you. Yeah. It, it is me, but I have this people that I know. And I think I expect people that I know to support more. And yeah. so I just took that all out of the picture. You can't oh, yeah. expect people Done. to support if, if they don't know about it, right? So yeah. I took that. That's not even on the table anymore because you have no idea what I'm that doing. I have a bit. You have no idea. Um, and so that's one of the things that's helped me. I don't know if that would help anybody else, but don't just 
if you don't tell people, because that's our fear of looking crazy to the people that we know. Bob over there from Arkansas, I I really, if Bob thinks I'm crazy, I, I, don't, I don't care. Because yeah. I do not, I don't know Bob. Yeah. I don't know Bob at all. But I'm going to definitely don't. be emotionally connected to my cousin who right. isn't liking or sharing my posts. I'm going to be more connected you know, to that. I'm more connected to that. Like they think I'm crazy because you know, I right. changed businesses in the last three years. So now it's just like when it's done, it's done. It's- and, and you know what, if, if they see it great, done. or when it's, once it's done, then I don't have this, this guilty cloud hanging over me anymore of what do I look like to them? Because it's done, it's out there in the universe. And you know what, that's what it is. So, yeah, I, you know, it's funny because I started this new page and what I did was I kind of went through and liked a bunch of people because I, I noticed there's a lot of people that I liked on the new page mm-hmm. that don't follow the old page, but they know about it. Because oh, like okay. I like post it to my story or I might share something I did to my, my, you know, my personal Facebook just to see like how people will respond. But I have learned early on to keep my business stuff very separate. And if you see something I do and you choose to follow, it will not be something I solicit from you because right. I actually love to be in a room with women that I've never talked to. And I love to be in a room with women that have never seen me and never heard me speak. And if they did, it was one or two places here or there, because I feel like I do my best in those rooms. Right. Um, You know what I mean? And, And I think those are the people who gain the most impact because most of the time, the people you know are not coming in that room to be a client. Right. They are coming to spectate or support. Quote, you know what I'm quotes. saying? Yes. So, right. So I just look past them. Like sometimes my best friends would be like, oh girl, I forgot to get on True Serum Thursday. And I'd be like, that's completely fine. You're not a client. Like if you come, right. that's awesome because I love to have y'all there because we have good conversation and you know, they bring out the side of me that my clients don't get to see. Right. But if you don't show, fine. Because right. you're not the one that's going to swipe that Amex Visa or MasterCard <laughs> to pay for these coaching sessions, right? So right. That's okay. That's okay. We are good um, on that. Okay. So, God, we didn't hit points that we, that I didn't even intend, but we hit them. So that's good because I think that anything we say is always going to be a benefit to somebody. Right. Somebody needs to hear whatever it is that we said. Um, so, okay. So this is the other thing. So, when we start over, right? Because this mm-hmm. was something that I had I had thought about. Do you always feel like the starting over happens because it wasn't working or it wasn't doing what you wanted it to do or didn't feel a certain way? Or was it really a pull to mm-hmm. some? Thing bigger because of the way that you were growing as a person and growing in your faith because you know when you start growing in faith God you hear God a lot more than you hear him when you are just a small babe in your right right I think it's a little bit of both like it's a pull it's a pull like okay you know you should be doing this now, do you want to take the leap of faith and start over? That's a whole different thing. But yeah. it's it's a pull that says this feels better. Like even when I started transitioning this brand over from like the athleisure brand, mm-hmm. um, I it was scary. It was scary. Um, but again, it was something that had to be 
I mean, I just felt like it had to be done. Mm -hmm. And then also once you, I mean, once you start leveling up in your face, quite honestly, like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Okay. There's what's the worst that could happen. And like, that's for me, when I started this brand, I started with t-shirts and it's not that that was doing bad. It just, it didn't feel right. Even though I was still in the same niche with the same like customers, the same women that I wanted to impact. It just, it felt more like work. Yeah. It just felt like, Oh, I have to come up with another design. Like, oh my gosh. It just felt very, it was frustrating. It was a product line. It was a product line. Because I I have, you know, I have a t-shirt line, but I only promote and put out t-shirts if something jump in my spirit. I don't even, I don't promote the BU store all that often. If you go to my website and you see it, or there's a sale and they send me an email as a sale, I might... Or like, I might say, oh, I have this idea in my mind and I go create something. Right. I might put that out, but I refuse to do something anymore in this business that makes me feel like I'm going to bed at night exhausted. Right. That's, that's what was happening. I was like, I am a t-shirt brand. I felt like that at one point. And I was like, I, I, this is not what I wanted to do. So I took, I just cut, I cut the whole entire thing. Off. I'm like, I am not selling t-shirts anymore. I just, that just wasn't in my heart to sell t-shirts. Yeah. So I think it's a push. I mean, in a pull that says, you know what, well, you know, you know, you ain't supposed to be doing this no more. Right. You know that you have outgrown this, you know, that there's more impact for you to make. And, and also another thing I think is that in the first couple of years of this business, I tried to DIY everything. Mm, like I just on. tried to do every, everything part of the business so maybe the t-shirts wasn't a bad thing but I could have possibly just been doing too much yeah, at that time I, but I think that I think but, that there's a part of it because I think right. if you tried to sell t-shirts right now you'd probably sell more t-shirts than you did before oh probably even I, listen let me tell you two years ago I did a t-shirt giveaway and one person entered and that was the winter the winner yes, <laughs> like girl. not nobody even wanted to like they didn't even want me to give them anything a couple years ago listen like, they could not even give a shirt away. And it's just, but I think I was just doing too much. I was, I was trying to DIY my entire business. And this has been something new that I have learned in the last maybe three months. I, although I am good at a lot of things, I am not good at everything. Right. And so there are some tasks that I need to pass off to certain people because me, and I know you're the same as me, we'll get caught up on Canva real quick. Okay. Girl, we will all night. Get, <laughs> Because it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. fun. But I had to learn that my time was not being used um, as it should have been because I would spend hours on Canva creating 10,000 different logos. And then I would redo my website over and over. And then I would redo all these t-shirt designs. And I just, at the end of the day, when it came down, that's also again, why my community was not growing in the beginning because yeah. I could not focus on pouring out anything because here I am graphic designer, everything. web designer, yeah. product manager. Like I was doing all of the things and I did not have any, like, I didn't have any self-control to say, okay, stop. This right. does not work. And so when I cut the t-shirts off, I said, I'm gonna give myself an entire year. I'm gonna give myself a year to hit 10,000 followers and to see where this goes. If I just focus on my community. Mm-hmm. And I did that within, I think it was like seven months, but 
I cut, I had to cut out all the other stuff. So now I know my lane of what I'm good at. So I've started outsourcing a lot of stuff. That's why I said, I'm just, she just coming on the, you just coming on the team because for what you did for yourself, girl, when I'm at my nine five, I ain't got no time. And when I get home, I don't got no time. And you just seem to be really good at it without having to do all the homework I would have to do. But you know what? You said something else I wanted to piggyback on about the starting over because of who we are and our creativity can become um, bad. It can become a bad thing, right? It can become a trap for us because we get caught up in all those changes. There was no need for you to change your website that many times, but your level of creativity made you want to see things differently or you wanted to change the colors on this. And and so you spent time doing this or you saw somebody else's and it looked really fresh and you started, so you wanted to do something else over again. And I'm going to tell you, that's why I don't, when I say that I have to make a point to get on and support you and my other friends who are business owners, because when I say I post and close out Instagram, because I don't want to see other coaches. I don't want to know what you're doing. And I know they say you should, you know, know your competition and everything like that, but I don't look at them as competition because I'm in my lane doing what the Lord told me to do. So if I watch you, it's going to influence my brand. I just don't want to be influenced. I want everything to come across as me. So I think that once I stopped, because I'm just like you, I actually took my creativity to another Instagram page so that I don't even mix it in with my business. You know, I can help other people be creative in their own space and that can be fun for me and I can change all of their stuff and I don't have to do anything to my page that I don't feel like, oh, I need to fix this broken link or I'm gonna change this one color or I'm gonna change this font today because my website serves what it is that I am doing. Right. I had to get in that headspace of not being caught in the loop of thinking that I always have to change. So don't think that we are saying, embrace change and run towards change and grip change and grasp it in your hands and love it and have this romance with it. Just understand when the shift is necessary and you have to change, it's not a bad thing, but don't get caught up in the cycle of change because we have been there. Right, right. I have been there many times. And you I think if we really are, <laughs> right. And if we're really honest for myself, anytime that I thought I needed to do something different in my business, like website or different graphics, it is because I saw someone else. It is never because I have looked at my stuff and said, hmm, this looks bad. It's, it's most of the time, it's because I've come across someone else's brand that I like. And I said, oh, I wish mine looked like that. It's mm-hmm. never because I just felt bad about my stuff. It was always, it was kind of that comparison thing. Like, you know, their page looks so nice. Their graphics look so nice. Oh, I like how their website has this at the top. Or, you know, it was always because something else like sparked something in my mind. It was, it was, so that's where that would come from. So again, just like you said, I don't follow a lot of quote pages. I have a handful of them. And that is, and when I say a handful, it's like two. Right. I, I follow the women in my community, but I don't follow a lot of quote pages because right. I don't have time to try to start all over from scratch and, and try to redo everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes. So I, for now, like I said, I don't follow a lot of other pages that do what I do because again, I think that clouds what you're trying to do. And I don't think it's intentional. I think it's like subconscious thing that happens, you know, right. like if you see, if you're following a coach and then you see that they started a new program and you're like, oh, okay. 
I think I like that, mm-hmm. you know, and you kind of try to interpret or put that in with yours. I yeah. feel like that's where a lot of that comes from that yeah. secret kind of competition within yourself and other people. Yeah. Even if you don't realize that that's what you're right. doing, right. Because I would even say, um, uh, kind of rolling into, uh, something else I want to talk about, cause we are talking about growth and change and being pulled in your faith and all of that. Um, in the midst and the comparison, mm-hmm. I think as you grow as a person, you have less desire to see what other people are doing. You can root for them, root for them if you see them, but you have less desire to watch what they're doing and internalize what they're doing and allow that to impact your brand. I right. can tell, I can, I can see my authenticity in myself and the things that I say. I think it's why. I try to make everything I do so much more meaningful. And I kind of switched that up even from a conversation that we had to make sure that I was always putting myself in the brand because you never want people to think you're talking at them. You're really talking to them because you understand and you know how to navigate. So I think the growth that I've experienced in my business at times has also been the thing that made me say, okay, I have to do this again. Because the person that I was when I started this is not who I am right now. So right right now, what I want to do with this is not going to convey the same. So I have to do something different, which is going to require me to start this piece of something over again. Because it doesn't have to be in totality, right? It could be just a small piece of whatever you're doing. Because ultimately, you always have the same goal. But like you said, I had to scratch my t-shirts. You know, I had to focus on my community. I had to focus on what I really want to do. So I shifted. You still post quotes now. You're just not posting the t-shirts. But now that you've nurtured and you've grown and you've grown your community, whatever you put out to them is going to be in your lane, no matter how creative it is. And you'll be able to sell it. Right. And I think people, I think people, the thing that gets some people messed up is that everybody wants to sell something right off top. Everybody, because we feel like, if we're doing this, we want to return on our investment, right? right. I don't want to spend all this time coming up with all this stuff and not get paid for it. I'm be yeah. honest. I have not made anything from this business in the last year since I stopped the t-shirts, Yeah, but I knew that taking that off would allow me to focus in on what people want from me. And yeah. I think that's, that just scares people. Like, so you mean you're doing all this and you're not making any money? I'm not, I'm not making any because I had to find out what my, who my client was at first or who my customer was, what they want to hear, what products would help them out. And all of that over the last year, that's just data that I was just collecting over the last year, Yeah, what they wanted. And so if, if you don't, if you can't sell a product for, you know, if you, I mean, it's a challenge to do it, but if you can do it, just take three months off and just, just engage with your community. And you would be amazed to see like, okay, this is what they want. Yeah. And then from there, as you grow, you will start to realize, okay, I don't have to do all this stuff. I don't have to do all these products. My clients just want one-on-ones and that's, that's what they want. Yeah. They want somebody that can hold them accountable. They want somebody that they can hop on the phone with. They want somebody that can hop on a zoom call with, and that's what they want. But as you continue to like, just, I think just building a community is something that people kind of try to skip over a little bit. Because yeah. again, everybody, if you're pouring something into it, you want a return investment, but sometimes you just got to table that for now. But don't think forget, about the long run. 
but don't forget the amount of people who tell you that you can sell right now. I can, when I first started coaching, I joined, um, <laughs> I joined a coaching group and she, of course, has been around for a while. So her mm-hmm. thing was sh- teaching us how to come into the world of coaching. Right. So the funny thing is that I would buy things from her that I could have done myself. And I would look at them like, did she really put this out and sell this for $45? And, and I don't mean no harm or disrespect to her if she runs across this podcast, but it would be things that I'm like, she didn't even proofread this. Right. And she's selling it us to us for 149. Right. And we are buying it from her because we're trying to figure out how to do this thing and how to get into this thing. And she looks successful. Right. I think what you have to do is do what is going to work best for you. And I think that, you know, even when people tell you to charge with your worth, when I was in my coaching program um, for those six months, you know, we had to come out of the program with payments, you know, how we wanted things to look, our price sheets. And, you know, we had to come out with all these. We had a website. We had to have everything together because these are professional level coaches that are teaching us how to be coaches. And I came out the gate with this crazy price. Like, this is what I'm worth because I know I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I got to thinking, even in my business where I'm starting to help people with branding, I am so reasonable that some people will call me cheap because of the type of work that I do. But I said, you know, everyone who comes into the game doesn't have the kind of money. And it doesn't mean that you're not worth more. Sometimes you just have to place yourself in a position to help people right that is the blessing right right you just have to position yourself in a place that you can be a blessing to the people and watch how you expand like i can just have a conversation with somebody do their logo because i'm so creative do their logo in an hour and get a cash app and boom we're done right and coaching is a lot more difficult because somebody told me what I was supposed to do. And I was watching other coaches and I was following other coaches pages. And even to this day, if I get on a coaching, uh, like a little session with a coach who's talking to a whole bunch of coaches, they are like, Nope, you can package this at $5,000. And I'm like, but you have to understand the world we live in. Yes. There are people that can help at a five at a $5,000 price point. They can do it. But there are a lot of people like us coming in the game doing everything ourselves so we don't have to pay all this money for all of this other stuff unnecessary. We're doing our own websites and also because we're trying to make sure that we are not breaking the bank, trying to start a business. So I think the first time that I actually thought to take a step back and just pour into my community was when we had that conversation. It had to be before you had baby girl. It had to be that we were mm-hmm. talking about just fall back, relax, just pour into your community, see what they want. And even in this, in this time period, I have my faithfuls, but the pouring into the community has been gratifying. And when I do drop a little something here or there, cause I'm a coach, I have products, I have workbooks and stuff like that. I can drop a little and money trickles in, you know, because my faithfuls are buying. It may not be to the capacity that I want, but things are happening because I'm authentically allowing myself to grow, listen to my community, shift when I need to, mm-hmm. be okay with the shift and, and listen to the criticisms when they come so that I can make those necessary changes. Right. So I think that's important. That is, and that wraps, I think that wraps up everything that we were going to talk about because we just kind of hit everything Yeah. You know, and I do want to say, so you said something that I wanted to piggyback on. So Mm -hmm. like when you said you were taking coaches classes and they were saying, oh, you can do this and you can do that. 
I posted a quote a while ago that still is like probably one of my favorite quotes that God gave me. It is that you cannot follow their blueprint because God wants you to build something completely different. Mm, You're trying to follow this blueprint that these people have set out. And that's not, you're not even supposedly building that at all. Like that's not even the lane that God wants you in. And not that he doesn't want you in that lane, but he he might want you to be a coach, but he might want you to be a a leader in another type of coaching. Yeah. Like, but if you're following suit on what everybody else, how everybody else coaches our signature program my signature one-on-one or you know the same thing that everybody is doing I'm not with right he might have a whole new thing for you to be the pioneer of but because you're following a different way for you to get there right you know he might have a completely different way for you to get there and so I that's what I a lot like you always have to take advice with a little grain of salt yeah leave a little bit of room for God to give you some direction because when you're head down and like doing what everybody else has suggested like Mm -hmm. I mean God is probably like okay so what you need me for because because you because you're doing you you're doing you you know you've gone (laughs) to everybody else so I don't you're doing you so do you need my help (laughs) and that's it's funny because I think in the midst of everything that's been going on I haven't even been promoting my coaching services. I've had clients who loved working with me and they couldn't afford to stay on. Mm-hmm. You know, they would, they would come on for three months and they were like, Shanita, we love you girl, but we just gonna have to take these tools and we gonna have to go on. And nothing makes me feel worse than that because they need right. me. And so over time, I have really just put into perspective and something else that I was thinking when you said that, God may have a different way. God may want you to do something else. And what I've started to embrace is that God may not want be you or CEO for women to mm-hmm. show up in the way we see it. Right. And I, you know, even though I know he's using me, he works through me, he speaks through me. There are times where I'm talking and I know it's not me. I said, but even in those moments, I am open enough in my headspace to accept that he may want something else besides be you. And so I have to be okay that maybe one day he may say, this isn't it at all. Move completely over here. I think women in these types of situations in life in general, just because you invest a whole lot. What did I say? I posted this quote the other day. It's just so relevant. It is not just... Oh, it is not just where you plant, it's what you plant. And I, and I said that because I've seen the manifestation of my work in this business show up in other places. And I would be sitting there mad at God, like, come on now, like you, for real, like you're not going to, you're just not going to bust this business wide open and have all these thousands of dollars coming in here every month. <laughs> like you see me doing the work that you have <laughs> to me you know and here I am fussing with him but I'm seeing him bless me in other places because right. I am still diligently being obedient and serving people the way I need to but yet he blessed me with some other things that I had been praying for and didn't realize they were going to come right you know and so I think we just have to get unattached and remain flexible because there is that time period in life where a shift is going to have to happen and it might not happen the way you see it, but that doesn't right. mean 
to your benefit. Right. You know? So a couple of years, like actually last year, at the beginning of last year, I started working on an ebook for, and I think we talked about this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I had this big plan in 2020. I'm going to help 500 aspiring entrepreneurs follow their dreams and launch a business. It's called idea to launch. It's still coming out. I spent so much time on this ebook. It is 50 pages. Mm. It is, it is really? jam packed. Yes. Yeah, 50 pages. It is jam packed with everything from, um, what type of business you're going to have? Are you going to have a sole? Um, are you going to have a um, sole proprietorship? Are you going to have an LLC? Are you going? It has everything in there, down to branding, where you can get logos from, hex codes. I mean, it's it's literally everything that I wish the I knew. The cheat guide. It's the cheat guide because it's all the stuff that because I felt like when I was trying to start out entrepreneurship, I felt like people would give you half of the information, and then you had to buy another book and get the other half of the information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you had to go to somebody else to get the other piece of the information. So, and that frustrated me. That was also one of the reasons where I was like, you know what, forget this. I'm gonna get a job and I'm just gonna work, okay? Because I yeah. can't do this. So that's the reason that I created the book because I was like, I want people to that. There are so many people that have like good dreams and goals and good ideas, but they just, they're tired. And they don't like, know where to start. They don't know where to start. They're tired of running around. They got to go to this place to get this resource and this place to get this tool. Mm-hmm. Then they got to piece it all together. So it's literally a step-by-step guide of everything. But the funny thing is, is that I created this book. I spent so much time on it. And then January hits and boom, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I had not, I had been told the year before that, that I could not get pregnant because I had blocked tubes and I would need mm-hmm. IVF. So that time that I, and that honestly, that's like, now that I'm like thinking about it, that time that I spent working on the ebook was literally God just taking my mind off of it. Like oh, yeah. he, he might've never even had, he might not still not have intentions for me to even release this ebook. I don't know. But the time that I took off of that, because I got pregnant, my whole plans changed for 2020. First of all, COVID hit number oh, one. Yeah. 100%. So everything that changed. didn't have, everything changed. And then I didn't get to do the, the ebook launch like I wanted to. And now there's a whole new product coming out that God has given me. And I think sometimes we move too fast. We talked about this before. Yes. We get this like idea real quick and then we just move on it. Okay. Because listen, if I get an idea, I'm going on Canva. I can do it. Yep, we can do it if all. I get an idea, I'm going on Canva and I'm going to put it together and it's going to be done tonight and I will yep. upload it and I will have it on our website tomorrow. Boom. Just like that. <laughs> That is exactly so, how we are. It is. And so I had to learn that I move too fast and I have to like pray on stuff now because you waste a lot of time doing that. Like Girl, that's why and the Lord connected us. Right, right there. And then you come back to God and he's like, uh, but sis, I never, I never said that. I didn't tell you to do that. I, I didn't, didn't even, that. I didn't even tell you to do that. You did that on your own. <laughs> and so then you, now you're sitting here like you a mad. child. Now you're yeah. mad. Because it didn't spent, turn out the way you thought. Mm-hmm. I spent a year on this and you tell me I don't need to sell this. And yeah. not right now. That's what you're saying. I spent a year on it. So I think we could just save ourselves so much time by just praying before you release something. Just it's praying. been all just praying before you release something because honest and you got to have a relationship with him to get the answers. Come on. And I think that's also a whole nother podcast mm-hmm. because, you know, we'll pray and then the answer don't come right away, but it's not, the answer's not coming right away. Like you can't hear him because you don't even know his voice because you haven't come talked on. to him. You haven't talked to him. You, just, you don't know how he sounds. You don't know if it's just well, your you'll conscious sit still long enough. <laughs> you'll sit you still long what? enough. You'll sit still long enough. 
Because you said something to me one time. You was like, I don't move till he say something to me. Right. And I was like, girl, I don't do that. I'd be like, Lord, I want to do this. And I just feel it in my spirit. And he dropped something in my spirit. And I cannot tell you the amount of books that I have put out that he dropped something in my spirit. And it was done within days. The cover was done. I ran it by some friends. I proofread it myself. Boom. It was on Amazon. That might not have been what he had for me. Right. That and sometimes he gives us. He right. And I think he gives us these ideas and these things to do, but it's not for like immediate, like it's not for you to do it immediately. Right. Like you writing these books, but you, I, I was planning on giving you another lesson, Shanita. Right. But you could you, have something else in there. Then you, if you missed some of your what I said, you would have right. probably had 500 more sales than right. the ones that you had because the few people who saw it, those few little people bought the hard work that you stayed up countless nights doing and releasing right. without my authorization. Right. And you missed some of the lessons that I was going to give you 100. that should have been included in this book. But yeah. because you just got a word. And I also talked about this before with you when God told me he wanted me to. So I was always the entrepreneur who wanted to have a product. I wanted to have like something that I could sell in my hand. I just mm-hmm. always had this idea of like products in my basement, like a little product corner, shipping stuff. out. I just always had the idea. So um, I was talking to God one night. I'm like, where is my million dollar idea? Like, where is it? Okay. Because I am creative. I know you got something for me. Right. Like, I can do something. I can do something. Please use me. <laughs> and so he was like, all I want is your voice. And I was just like, just looking dumped down in the bed. Like, I don't understand how I'm going to make money for that. I right, like, Would you? <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean by that. Could you explain? <laughs> what you like, want to do I just voice. want your voice. I'm like, I'm not sure. I know you don't mean be a pastor. I can't because that's not for me. I do not believe that's what you have for me. So he said, he just wanted me to use my voice. So you know what the first thing I did the next day, the next day I got on Amazon and ordered a podcast mic. Okay. And I said, okay, I did. And I said, okay. And I still use that for when we do our (laughs) podcast. That's why I have it because I move so fast. So I'm like, okay, he wants me to be a podcaster, I guess. (laughs) I don't know how to use your voice. So I set up and I had that week, I was like, I'm going to record these podcast episodes. I'm going to record I was cracking up when you told me this story. Listen, I recorded all these episodes and then I was like stressed, okay? Stressed is not the word. I was not cooking. I was not sleeping. I was sitting up editing. Everybody, everybody, yes, everybody's eating pizza for dinner. If I feel like, even, even if I feel like ordering that, I'm not sure you might have chips. You might have to go in the pantry. So- I that was not what he said like I'm still, and so I said I wanted your voice but I did not say in a podcast form and so now it's crazy because I'm still using my voice but I just took that and ran with it I yeah. was just like okay obviously he wants me to do a podcast listen I paid somebody for the cover artwork I, I had a photo shoot I mean I did the work for it I, I had know, a whole right. cover you laid the, you laid the whole foundation but you know that that puts us back in the the whole premise of what we're saying about being able to comfortably stop what you're doing and switch up because think about all that you poured into that but once you got clarity and and you started making sense to yourself you were like okay wait this is not the way Right. Because this is what, me, is, what is what is being sacrificed and what is suffering because of this is not what he said. 
Right. So I think it, it, it comes to building faith, keeping that line of communication open, being flexible, being flexible and open to change and allowing the growth that you experience in the journey of life and in the journey of life with entrepreneurship to be adjusted without feeling the need to fight against those adjustments, right? Because right. that growth is going to impact what your vision looks like. And that's what I was saying. Um, I was talking about setting goals for 2021. And I think that as you begin to take that journey and you begin to look at your goals and you look at things that you want to do as you grow, if you take your time, if you are honestly taking your time, you are able to say, as you go along, you're actually able to see better what needs to happen. You are actually, you have more clarity, like, okay, wait, this step didn't quite work. I'm saying that he need me to do this. So as I'm doing those shifts, what comes at the end might shift for me too. I may not right. even want what I see, or I get to see the tweaks that need to happen to what the vision is. And I'm not attached to what the result is because I know that I'm being flexible and moving how I'm supposed to move based on the fact that I have my foundation on point. Right. And it's I, all about the foundation. Right. And I think that's what I wanted people to get out of this is that you have to be on a solid foundation and open to what it's going to look like and be okay with scrapping it all. Because sometimes you have to scrap it all and start over for it to really be what it's supposed to be. I may have to scrap be you all over and do something else and get off social media and do something altogether different. Because right. I done been called to the ministry and told the Lord, like, listen, homeboy, like, we're cool. <laughs> You're my guy. Um, but that I can't see me in the pulpit. So you, there's got to be another way for gotta us be. to do this thing. We got to come up with another arrangement. Another one because I can't. I just my mom's a pastor. I know. Listen, um, I'm not my spirit. It's not. It's not for me. And I I mean, unless Lord, it's not what you want. Yeah, I just. But you know what? I I have also embraced the fact that the way that I bring forth the vision of that ministry doesn't have to be the traditional way, right? Because you see what happened in 2021 everything has changed. Yeah, they're online now anyway. We know? don't have to, right, we don't have to be defined by our traditional old school standards growing up in. Right. Uh, I came from the Baptist to the AME Zion mm-hmm. Church. So, you know, we old school. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I understand the, what it looks like traditionally, but I know that we are flexible and who we are, God uses us anyway. God uses you every time you write a post. Right. How do you know that's not the way he wants you to minister? And I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. Some days, if God doesn't give me something, because I've just been, I mean, I have a three-month-old now and a five-year-old. So some days, if I cannot get a break, which sounds bad, if I can't get like a moment away to like have a clear mind and peace and quiet to hear from him, some days I'll, listen, I will throw just like you said, amen up there, okay? Yeah. And those days show. Um, engagement shows on those days like this. We we know that was you. We know that was you, and we know that we're unprepared not the today. Lord, okay, it's not the Lord today. That was all you, and you did not have anything to post. <laughs> and I'll be honest, that's what happens some days. But it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it, those days are far and few in between. But it happens some days, and it it shows up for sure. I can tell. Like, oh, they knew. 
they smell that. But you know what? That. The <laughs> shift that you did in your business to pour into your community without asking them for anything, making the sacrifice to be a giver still shows up for you on those days. Right, it does. Because there was some obedience in you like, okay, Lord, I don't have to have a product. I don't have to be selling something right now. Let me just be. And, right. you know, of course, I don't always... I'm not always in just a B mode because I'm creative. So I want to give them something they can use, but I don't feel that just, I don't feel pulled to create. That's why I started be creatively because I'm like, I can create for other people. I, I can get all of that out of my system, helping other people manifest their visions. I don't have to do it in my business and do all these crazy things that may not be what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm just trying to let my creative juices flow. And it really has actually helped to have that outlet, you know, to do stuff yeah. for other people. So it's been really um, refreshing that I was able to take the word that was given to somebody else to give to me to even start it because I wasn't doing it at first. Right. Somebody was like, listen, listen to me. And the moment I did it, it was like, doors have opened. You know, the floodgates are not open because I told the Lord, I don't want be creatively to take over, be uncovered. I do right. not, but whatever he has for me, there's some flexibility for me because I understand what it means to start over in life and business because I'm starting over personally too. And when I say that the Lord is working on me in this time in my life, okay? Uh, he is working on me. So I think we kind of covered everything because I was going to talk about, you know, people having fear of what they've invested in stuff. But I think we kind of covered all of that. I think it's yeah. just, like I said, being unattached. But if you could leave a few words for the people based on the things that we talked about, what would those things be? One, be scared and do it anyway. I, mm -hmm. I am honestly, I'm scared every time I put a post out, quite honestly. I am scared. Mm -hmm. I have a big big, big, big project launching next year that I have invested my own money in. I do not have any investors. I don't, I haven't even asked my husband to go in on this with me. It is my hard earned money that I am investing in. And I'm just, I'm scared, but yeah. I mean, you don't, you'll never know if you don't take the leap of faith. Yeah. So the first thing is just, just do it. You scared, do it anyway, because it's wor way worse living a life of could have, should have, would have. Mm, you, it's way worse than just taking at least I tried it didn't work but I tried so I would just leave that advice and then um a recent post that I put up is have plans but leave room for God to do the unexpected mm. because we just I mean our plans sometimes are just way off from, oh, yeah. from what he wants from us and sometimes it's a little bit close to what he wants and he just needs you to tweak it a little bit so right. leave room for him to do the unexpected because quite honestly he is going to do that every um, time anyways so you should just prepare yourself for it because it's going to happen um but yeah leave room for him to do the unexpected um take a leap of faith because you'll never know if you don't try and nope nobody's coming to save you nobody no. nobody is coming to hand you a business there's you know what I, I know that you were passionate about this I really put I put this business together for you why don't you take it like it's not going to happen right the only way that you're going to be successful or follow your dreams is if you put in the work for it and that's, that's it. that and listen that's it be unattached to to success because right. 
you have to be mindful of what, how you're defining what success looks like. Because again, like I said, I have coached women and I have made my thousands off of coaching one person. Um, and I have been impactful. I've seen what I've done change their lives. I have gotten gratification out of serving people. I have gone through stages of time where it didn't quite work out. I can see the impact that even just showing up on my Truth Serum Thursday has, even if five people show up, that what I'm doing is impacting lives. And I'm starting to say, it's not the numbers, it's the impact. Mm -hmm. Because no matter who, how, what happens, you are still impacting someone. And what your success looks like may not look like you know, the person that you see on TV, that may not be your road. That may not be your journey or your avenue that he has you to go, but still know that as long as you're doing the work, you will be rewarded. Right. The work from a pure heart, you know, from a clear mind with good intention, show up and be the best version of you, no matter what that looks like and have no attachments to what the, the payback looks like based on what you've invested. Because if you look at your life in totality, you are beyond compensated for doing what God is asking you to do. Yep. Right. You know, so uh, that is it for us. I think we did good because normally, girl, we we are some chatty Cathy's together. We are. We just need like a whole 24 hours. Okay. Telling you, we just need to well, sleep over. I feel like uh, prayerfully, this is going to be impactful for people who are having reservations or fears around starting over, around doing stuff again, around beginning again and start at the beginning or just scrapping the whole thing all together and doing something new. Just make sure that whatever you're doing, you are connected and getting the downloads, right? And that you yep. don't move too quick because we, we've been there. Yeah, We've done that a hundred times. <laughs> More than that probably. Okay. You know, so yeah, I'm at a starting over point right now, honestly. Mm. I mean, this pro this product that's coming out, yeah. that's that is something new. You know? Yeah. It's and the work that you put into it, it's gonna show. It's gonna show for sure. I sure hope so. Um, it's been, I'm it's excited been a lot to of see you I'm excited to see the launch of it. I'm um excited. so anyway, thank you to my uh business sister and friend. I love you to life for always being there and showing up. And we are going to do this again because the Lord said you have to use your voice on my podcast too. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's what he was talking about. He, he wanted me to do a podcast, but it's your podcast. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going, she going to be a reoccurring on words with, Listen. you know, with friends, words with friends. She's going to be a reoccurring because. And I'm just down for it. And we, of course, we're not going to always talk about business. We're going to come up with some fun stuff because we yeah. got to pull, we got to pull uh, her into some stuff that we like to chat about. Yes, anyway, I'll chat about anything. Me and my love and tell them how to reach you. Tell them how to get in oh, touch with you. Oh, okay. On top of your latest projects that are getting ready to come out. Okay. You guys can reach me on any of the social media platforms. So I have Pinterest. Um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and it is all at CEO for Women, um, and that's it at CEO for Women. And then the website, um, if you want to sign up for the newsletter, because I have a big project that is coming out next year. If you want to sign up for that, um, the website is www.ceoforwomen.com, and you can just subscribe, leave your email, um, and be a part of that. 
can't wait because I'm going to be definitely giving away some of those products from the new release. I'm excited. I'm excited too. So for real, that's it for us. And we shall see y'all next time. Hey, family, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview as much as I did. I love her and her candor and her honesty. And I definitely plan to have her back. If you have any questions for her or for me based on what you heard in this interview, please don't hesitate to share and ask. I am always accessible. You can reach me, um, DM me on any of my social handles or email me at Nita at beuncovered.org. I am very responsible, responsible, responsive and open as long as we are not trying to get a full coaching session done in the inbox. Okay. I do not do that. So anyway, I hope you guys are, have started off with a beautifully prosperous and positive new year and that you will carry that energy with you no matter what it may look like and how it may seem. And I will see you guys during the next episode of Word from the B-Side. Bye. Hey, BU family, don't forget to follow on all social media handles, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and also go to www.beuncovered.org to join the mailing list and stay on top of all BU activities.